This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul-Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. So that's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. It's Monday, so what we do on Monday here is we take a look back at the big stories of the week that was in Indiana state government. With us to do that, our good friend, data guru, political analyst, Scott Strong. Scott, how's it going? I'm good. How about you, Rob? I'm great. So we got to be a part of the big, the big, big story in Indiana politics this week. We were the first. Yes. Uh, the big announcement that Diego Morales, former mm-hmm. ambassador for Governor Mike Pence, has formed an exploratory committee. It's widely believed he's going to run against Connie Lawson for Secretary of State. Of course, you don't you don't have to announce what office you're running for when you run right. the exploratory committee, but he's going to run against Connie Lawson. Um, and then Connie Lawson comes out, our Secretary of State announces she's going to run again, and the state party... Immediately. Yes. Takes a very <laughs> rare and aggressive stance and says, we're endorsing Connie Lawson. Yes. This is kind of reminiscent of when she was appointed Secretary of State. There were already people in the waters. Of course, this perennial candidate of Mike Delf was going to run. And Connie Lawson got out within two weeks of being appointed to the office to let everyone know she was running for the full term when it came up. And that's to get people not to run against you. So this is pretty rare, though. A lot of times, parties don't officially get involved in primaries. Certainly, every person who's involved in a state party might have um, an opinion or might Mm -hmm. be on a certain team, and maybe they're all on the same team. But it's very rare that the state party comes out, especially this early in the process, and endorses someone 
why are they doing this? Well, and what part of this is Connie's well-connected? Um, I mean, she spent 22 years as a state senator. Before that, she'd spent eight years or so as a county clerk. So this is somebody since, what, 1986, I think, has been in, held an office, a major office in the state of Indiana. And, of course, um, our friend Abdul had, yes. the, had the thing in Indy politics about her and Kelly Mitchell um, having Peter Restoven, which you'll remember that name from a former senatorial candidate um, coming out and saying they were okay to run for a second term because they were appointed and they held the position temporary. So Now, there's all sorts of innuendo going on with yes. this because we love Abdul. Oh, yes. But Abdul uh, is a showman. Oh, yes, he is. And Abdul has been known to occasionally print things he might not have all the information <laughs> on just because he finds it interesting. That's right. You know, Abdul's like the P.T. Barnum of indie politics. Yes. So no Nobody knows whether this letter from Rustoven. Now, again, Rustoven is a big attorney, government, po- mm-hmm. politics. He can weigh in. He gives up opinions. And just because this guy Rustoven, what he did was he basically said Connie Lawson and Kelly Mitchell are both eligible to run again by his interpretation of the Indiana Constitution because Connie and Kelly were both appointed. And you're limited to uh, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to s- summarize yes. this here, a very complex thing. Basically, two full year, two full terms in twelve years, right? Right. Uh, right. Or, or eight, unless you're appointed. And the controversy now is whether Connie was a permanent appointment or a temporary appointment by Governor Daniels, and it, it's pretty. It, it looks like he's right that she was a temporary appointment, which means she could run again. Kelly Mitchell, the same thing when Murdoch retired. So uh, that's the, the the background on all this. Now, Abdul claims he's got the letter. He hasn't produced the letter. Um, and I think the letter, because the controversy here is, did Connie Lawson do this as Secretary of State or Connie Lawson as the candidate? And it's my understanding that the letter, if it exists, was done by her campaign. Yeah, so really what this was is this was a preemptive move by them to say you shouldn't be challenging a setting um, elected official. Now, if you really want to get into that, here's the thing. If you have enough money, I can find you a lawyer that will issue something right, right. That, will, that will back up what you're so, saying. So this was my question about the whole thing is if she does it as Secretary of State, that's one thing, and it's subject to public records request. By the way, if she did a Secretary of State, that's a yes. whole new ball of wax yes. because you're using public money for what appears to be campaign purposes. Again, it's my understanding it was done as, we don't know this for sure, but it was done as either through the party or through her campaign. But that's like saying, my attorney says I'm right. Yes. <laughs> oh, congratulations. That's the right. judge will probably just roll over for you. So what will happen is the Democratic Party will say nothing. And they're the ones that really have a lot in it. They will wait until after the nominating convention. And if Connie and Kelly are nominated, treasurer and secretary of state, then what will happen is then they'll file a challenge probably to the election board say, hey, look. And so what I would say, I would say, hey, if you want to have a temporary appointment, let's go back and use what Mitch Daniels did because he temporarily appointed the chief of staff from our former guy, um, that was kind of booted from the office, removed, and he put in his ch- his chief deputy, which was a guy named Jerry Bonnet, and he held. You're that- talking about Charlie White, yeah, right? Yeah, talking yeah. about Charlie White. Okay, um, so he was left, and he hired his, he 
temporarily assigned Jerry Bonnet to that position until a full-time person was selected, which was Connie Lawson. So the thing would say, if I was the Democrats, I'd come and say, Jerry Bonnet is the example of a temporary person because he only held it for 30 or 60 days, but he was Secretary of State for a period of time. And I don't know what uh, Diego's campaign is going to do. Again, it was so interesting because we got the first interview with Diego. Yes. And I've known Diego for a long time. By the way, I'm not on anybody's team. <laughs> I'm not on anybody's side. I'm on my own team. I'm on Strong's team. Yes, Strong and I are on the same team. Yes. And that's really it. Um, I'm interested in the show. What's good for the show? Yes. We have people all the time on that I don't necessarily politically agree with. We have Carson and people mm-hmm. like Donnelly. Yes. I'm, in, I'm interested in the show because the audience wants to hear good guests. So mm-hmm. they called me and said, we'd like for you, because you're so great and you're so popular, we'd like for you to be the first person Diego talks to when he forms his committee. I said, absolutely. We've yep. had Connie on the show. I got so much response from people on the Connie Lawson team. This guy's even declared what he's running for. You know, maybe you know something I don't. I, I don't I don't know, but... Uh, maybe yeah. it's time for Connie to drive out the Brownsburg. Well, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> we're going to have Connie on the show very soon. I've reached out, and so, but we've had Connie on the show uh, before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for the record, I'm not on anyone's team. I'm on, I'm on yes. Central Indiana Today's team. Yes. But uh, this is uh, already drawing a whole lot of heat on both sides, and we are still... Uh, 13 months out from getting this thing decided. Usually you don't see something this hot, this organized, this early, but that usually indicates there is money or a movement behind another candidate. So Connie immediately announced this week right after Diego was on your program, and so that's usually a sign. Usually you get out early to dissuade other people from coming along, but obviously this has gone so long, I think we're going to have a challenge for the Secretary of State's office next year. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how we pick our Secretary of State, uh, at least mm-hmm. in the primary, uh, the primary function, and uh, how the Republicans and Democrats get their nominee, because this is really interesting, and it's going to fuel this fight if it continues, and we'll talk about that. We'll talk about some of the things that may be talked about in the Secretary of State race, too. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. Org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415-231-3871. That's 415-231-3871. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, 
Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9.30. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides childcare for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Scott Strong with us, our friend, political historian, data guru. Uh, he, he's a numbers guy. Mm-hmm. That's, yes. We love Scott. Scott's with us every Monday. We review the big stories in Indiana government and politics. And the big story last week was that Diego Morales, longtime staffer, ambassador for Governor Mike Pence, worked for Sodrell, worked for Becky Skillman, yep. uh, announced that he's forming an exploratory committee. And that's widely believed that he's going to run for Secretary of State against incumbent Connie Lawson, who then immediately came out and said, she's running for Secretary of State. And now the doors are open and everybody's out for blood. Yes, so there will be a lot of probably innuendo that will come along. And one is what we've already talked about. Is she eligible? Um, The Democrats would probably... Kelly Mitchell has a very good thing to say she was temporary. Connie Lawson serving out more of the term than Charlie White served for is kind of... Right, so so just a background on all this to sort of reset for the average person. I've been hearing hearing this going, what are they talking about? So uh, Charlie White was elected Secretary of State uh, by the... uh, Republican Party, and we'll talk about how they picked that yep. convention in just a second. He then won the election. Yes, he did. And then Charlie White was uh, was uh, removed from office Correct. because he was found guilty. I'm, I'm surmising this. Yes. But he, was, he essentially had, was not honest about where he lived when he was on the Fisherstown Council. Yes. And that was a crime because you have to serve in a certain ward or area right. mm-hmm. and so he was removed from office dating the things he did prior to being secretary of state exactly when that again and we're we're uh we're summarizing a very complex issue here but yes uh so then in 2012 governor daniels in his final year in office had to make another appointment he appointed connie lawson who was at the time uh senator for Hendricks county mm-hmm. to be secretary of state that's how we get end up getting pete miller yes uh, that's a whole yes. other thing but anyway so she served uh Basically, two, uh, basically three years almost yes. as Secretary of State, ran for re-election in 2014, mm-hmm. won, and now has decided she's going to run again. Yeah, so she'll have completed six and a half years, and the state constitution says you can only be elected to... T- 
um, two terms be eight, eight years right. total. And so now if she's if she comes in, she's reelected again. So this is what we talked about in the first half of the program. There's a letter come out by her, basically her lawyer, um, saying that she's okay because that was a temporary appointment. Well, Kelly Mitchell was temporarily appointed, but it was only for like a month and a half right. before she took office. And she said she didn't want to be appointed to it because she was running for office before that. So they've kind of brought in Kelly Mitchell, and Kelly's probably like, why am I even being brought into this? Well, and, and I'm just going <laughs> to, sometimes, usually we just do a little back and forth here, yeah. and we don't do a whole lot of opinion, but um, we're going to give you some opinion on this. <laughs> the, Kelly Mitchell is where the concern is, because Kelly Mitchell is uh, much younger. Yes. And she has a very bright future. She's very yes. well-liked by everybody. Mm-hmm. She certainly could be someone who potentially runs for governor in the future. Yes. A lieutenant governor, maybe even a senator at yep. some point. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very well-liked. And I will tell you from, because uh, I have all the sources, yes. Kelly Mitchell is where the concern is on this. Not that they don't like Connie, but Connie's, this is probably the last thing Connie's going to do. And, yes. So, but Kelly Mitchell is the concern here. Yeah. So um, Connie will be, I think, 69. Um, we usually don't give the ages of women. But on on this program, when you're in the public eye, people know this information. It's on her Wiki page. Um, So she'll be like 73 if she's elected and finishes out the term. At that point, you know, there was even talk, even from her only family, if she wanted to do this. And some members of family say, do you want to really want to do this? So obviously she wants to do it. So the case that we assume Diego's people are going to make is, hey, if you elect this person, there's a huge doubt whether she can serve her full term. And what you might get is a woman that can only, a judge may say you can only serve whatever it is, 15 months, whatever yes. she has left, and then you're out and then we got to appoint somebody. Right. So do you really want to take that risk? And is this a thing that the Democrats can use on the campaign trail? Because there's really no dispute that she can run again. Right, right. It's whether she can serve her full term. Correct. All right. So, and, go so ahead. The, the Democrats, so, and th- this is important because you have um, the primary for Secretary of State's different. They elect delegates, and those delegates appoint, or a vote for who will be that person. So it's like in last time it was 1,776 people come across, which are elected delegates in the Republican primary that come together at their state convention, and then the majority of those people elect cast ballots, and whoever that is is the elected person that will be slotted for that state. Right. So Office. here's how this works. Scott went into it a little bit. Um, next year, to the the uh, I guess what's this primary of 2018? Yep. You'll see in Hendricks County does theirs by school corporations. Yep. But you'll see a list of people at the bottom of your ballot. Mm-hmm. You can vote for X number of these people, and whoever the top vote getters of that number are get to go to state convention Correct. and represent you at the state convention. I've been a state convention delegate. You've done it multiple yes. times. Uh-huh. I did it once and said never again. <laughs> if I'm going, I'm going to party. I'm not That's going right. to have to have responsibility because it's a long mm-hmm. thing, right? Yes, it's all day. Yeah, yeah. and it's a, it, it, the, you can go drinking the night before whether you're a delegate or not. Yes, so I just like right. to go drinking as a member of the media. Um, but uh, yeah, so Avon, Danville, Brownsburg, every, every county does theirs differently. Right. But, so, Go ahead. We'll probably have about 53 delegates based upon our population of Hendricks County and that representation of the state population. Yeah, so those people will go. They will vote then, mm-hmm. and whoever gets the most votes between right now would be Connie and we assume Diego. Maybe somebody else gets in. We don't know. Um, that person then will be the Republican nominee Yes, for Secretary of State. We saw this last year at the state convention for Attorney General, General. Uh, also uh, educate Superintendent. Uh, there was a race for superintendent as well. And so this this is really interesting because 
you're not targeting in mass. That's you're right. Tar- you will know who your people are. Yes, you know who's voting. Right. And a lot of times you can find out who's for you and who's against you. Right. And you only need half of those 17, 1800 delegates. Right. And it becomes sort of a sprint because you know basically by mid-February who your potential delegates could be. Mm-hmm. But then you don't really know who they are until the 1st of May. And then you basically got through the 1st of May to June. So as a candidate, you're not... Um, you're not sending mailers to every home. Like, no. you're not going to send one to Rob Kendall because, well, everybody cares what I think because right. I control the microphone that I'm not voting. And these people that are delegates are generally well-informed, not saying this because I was one or Rob was one, but most of them are far superior to us. Right. And they are <laughs> they are really informed people that know the issues and what's going on, and they care about it, and they live the politics. Now, here's the issue. And this is why all of the stuff you're hearing about, is she eligible, is she not, there will be whisper campaigns. Yes. So a few years ago, we won't mention any names because we don't want to bring anybody down, there was a whisper campaign. See, you're much nicer than me. I'm all about bringing <laughs> yeah, others Rob down. tells the names and everything. So there was a whisper campaign about a person that was running for state treasurer. But that person had had some bankruptcies in his past. And so the whisper campaign is, this guy may not be eligible because he's going to have some fiduciary complications. So you can elect him, but probably as soon as he is, the Democrats are going to fall suit. He's going to have to drop off the ballot, and this is going to make us look bad, and then we'll have to put another person in. So it would be best if you don't vote for him from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and truthfully, that played a big role in that yep. guy probably not getting elected. That's one of the reasons yep. Kelly Mitchell did, which, by the way, I accurately predicted. Nobody you did. believed me because Kelly walked in third, and I said, she's going to win. As yes. As as she, as it, it, you know, now they've referred to it as the Kelly Mitchell strategy. Right. So that was you. <laughs> and you, and um, so any, anyway, what 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 happens though is these people, Kelly and Diego, or I'm sorry, Connie and Diego, are going to target these very specific group of yes. people. And what it puts, it really puts the onus on a Connie Lawson because Diego is going to all the, they call them Lincoln Day dinners. Yes. Every county has one each year where it's everybody comes together mm-hmm. and all the big wigs hobnob and there's usually a speaker. Yeah. And, and in every ninety, all ninety-two counties, and Diego has been at these, and he's quite public yes. about it um, because he's a young guy. That's and, exactly. And Diego's a very young guy, so for him, it's like, hey, you know, I'm out there, I'm out there, it's travel, travel, travel. For someone, not to say Connie's old by anything, right. but By any means, but it puts a lot of uh, strain on someone to say you've got to go to all ninety-two counties because Connie Lawson could could probably raise a lot of money, but money doesn't really matter in these sort of primaries because you're targeting select people. Yes, and the influence of your fellow people in those local races matter. So a lot of these people, so let's take Hendricks County. Hendricks County will have a Republican Lincoln Day dinner probably in late May or June. Date's not been set yet. There'll be about 350 people. 99% possibility every person that will be elected to delegate will be in that room. So you want to be there and a a lot of those people will be like your commissioners or your county council people. So, you know, there are a lot of internal politics games that are played at these things. And it really puts the onus on you as a candidate to be there because, mm-hmm. like, you send something to me. And let's say I'm a voter and, uh, you know, normal election. People are always asking me, Rob, who are you voting for? Who should we vote for? Who yes. blah, blah, blah. 
everybody who's voting, they don't care what my opinion is because they're going to form it on their own. Right. They're really into it. It's not like the average person's yeah. like, Rob, which guy is better? So it really does put an onus for you as a candidate to say, you've got to be at everything because you can't do a mass mailer. And the caveat, the other caveat to this is once the delegates are selected in early May, it's a rat race. you got to find all yes. these people and you really need to go to their door. Yes. And so you either need to have a prior relationship with them, and I'll use this, Todd Young, that's our current U.S. Senator, I met him four or five times at these types of events, Lincoln Days, parades, and things, and so now, not that Todd remembers me, but I definitely remember you. You're him. famous. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to spin this back the other way, though, because that's why it might work in favor of Diego. There are, uh, there's also something that could work against Diego, which mm-hmm. is Diego has a very nice story for a broad statewide election, which is I came from Guatemala, yes. didn't know English, my I, I built myself from the ground up, I'm a hard worker, it's mm-hmm. the American dream. It's a great story. I mean, it oh, really it is. is. It I is. Mean, he, he Served went, in the mil- U.S. military, Army. Right. And for the average person would see that on a mailer and go, I like that guy. I'm going to vote for him. He's yes. the guy that came from Guatemala and learned English and, and served in the military and was Mike Pence's ambassador. I like that. And the Republicans will like him because he's the diversity candidate. Yes. But it doesn't matter in this sort of primary because everybody knows That's what's right. going on and most of them are connected one way or another. Yes. So people will fall one way or another. So it will be quite an election. So you really, this is fascinating because the thing that would work best for both candidates doesn't matter. Connie's ability to reach the masses doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Diego's story doesn't matter. So uh, I love this. I think this oh, is yes. great. I think this is great. And everybody wants to be on here with me. So that's even better. It'll be in a down-to-the-wire primary election at state convention. Now, what may happen, and I'm not going to say this happened, but I'm pretty good about being right. Sometimes if the state party gets worried where state party controls all the cards, in this case they do, they may come to the insurgent candidate and go, how can we find something for, for you, you to, to do? Yes, that also tickles your fancy. So yes. let's not rule that out either. It might be like, you know, there's a state senatorial position coming open in your area, and we could make sure that you wouldn't get primaried because we will give, make sure you have the money, the funds, and everything to run if you don't challenge Connie. If she gets thrown out of office, the governor, we're not talking for the governor, but there's a strong possibility <laughs> he would appoint you to that position, and in eight years from now we'll go through the same thing with somebody else challenging you when you want to run for a third term. And I'm not saying that they're already doing that. <laughs> no, no, I, no, no. But, but I'm saying no. they may already be doing that. Yes, you but... take, take that for what you want because, of course, I have all the information. All right, <laughs> we're going to take a break. When we come back, there's another big primary that's coming up. It's for United States Senate. That's a whole different ball of wax. We'll wrap up the show by talking about that. You're listening to Central Indiana today. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. 
You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall, along with Scott Strong. Just recapped a, well, we gave you everything you need to know about the Secretary of State primary that's coming up. And there's another big primary that you're going to have a chance to weigh in on the Republican side in 2018. It's the battle for U.S. Senate. And, um, you know, Scott, in dating, you give the uh, the woman in question a certain amount of time, and then you're like, you're in or you're out. Either we're going right. to date or we're not. And either way is fine, mm-hmm. but I'm going to move on to other people. Uh, in this case, I think that's where we're at. Rakita and Messer, I'm tired of the teasing in or out, right? Yes, it's getting down to go time, and I think we're going to probably see that with, I don't expect this is, by the July 4th, those parades will know, and I suspect both of them will be getting in. Um, you think they're both going to do it? I think so. I mean, Todd Rokita sent out a nice fundraising letter. Um, I thought it was a good letter. He sent it out. You may have gotten it too. It basically said, I've had a lot of people approach me about running. If you're serious about this, send me some money. (laughs) (laughs) I'm interested in running. So um, it is not that Luke Messer hasn't done the same thing. But um, so we like both of these guys. But it's a good financial judgment if you make sure you got enough money to make sure you can run a campaign. So, um, Rakita made news last week, I guess it was, because he basically came out and told Messer not to run. Did you did you read this? I didn't read the the. I see. I glanced at it. I didn't go fully into the article. I had a busy week last week. He basically week. told the guy, "You're so good in the house." And you're so oh, needed yeah. here. Yeah, he's the fifth top leadership yeah, official. Yeah, you, you're that close to you're the top. So you're you're going places, baby. You, yes. should, you just shouldn't get in because you're you're needed here. That was the same thing they tried to do to then Congressman Mike Pence. He was the third highest ranking official in the Congress. You know, you're you, but he, he made all this stuff, and they said you don't want to run for president. You could be Speaker of the House someday. Don't pay attention to Paul Ryan's younger than you. you know? Now, if if I. <laughs> Messer, and everybody knew Messer was getting in anyway, but if I weren't getting in, I'd be getting in now. Just if somebody did that to me, like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, and we like Rikita, he's a very nice guy, mm-hmm. he's a friend of the show, but that's, uh, there's a lot of audacity to tell somebody, you're needed here. Yeah, right now, I think it's going to be, for Messer, he's already had a big fundraising in this first quarter, $700,000, and the 700000 is because he's running for the Senate, not because he's running for the 5th Congressional District over there um, right now, and that's why I think Rokita's out. It now becomes not so much about name recognition, ID, what they've done, because a lot of that is all similar to them. It really becomes about who's going to have the funds, because the U.S. senatorial campaign um, this time is taking a pass on this race of who's going to be the primary U.S. Senator from Indiana. Yes, and unlike the Secretary of State primary we told you about, you'll get to hear all about both of these two yes. fellas because they're going to run 10,000 TV ads and yes. you're going to hate both of them by the time it's done. Yes, and no, we, we we're not dismissing that there's three official people who have already announced they're running for this office, but let's face it, these two guys are the 800-pound gorillas that will be in the room. So here's an interesting story. Uh, Mark Hurt yes. who's running. Now, I've never met Mark Hurt. I know of him. He's a former Coates staffer. Yep. And uh, he's been out making the rounds. He's got a Twitter account up now. And That's good. I'm pretty... Um, I'm pretty slow on my follows back with people. Mm-hmm. I get people to follow me, and I, sometimes if they're uh, they're interesting enough for long enough, I'll keep peeking, and then I'll I'll follow them. But he, so he started following me, and I uh, thought eh, whatever you know. But then within like an hour, I get a tweet from him. Why haven't you invited me to be on your show? I'm the one that's officially announced. <laughs> that's good. He's so aggressive. I sent him a 
tweeted him back a picture of my dog of dog Poppy with a headset on and said, I, "My secretary hasn't been taking my messages properly. Please uh, send me an email and we'll make sure you get that taken care of." But uh, so this guy and his Twitter kind of appears to be pretty aggressive. So this guy might be a little fun to watch as yeah. we go forward. Yes, he could have something really interesting to say on the air. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, hey, you know me. I like the carnival. I like pro wrestling, oh, the- and I like candidates that are a little of both. So uh, yeah. you know, wow me, baby, and maybe you'll have my. Uh, you'll have my support i mean let's face it though how are you going to run a statewide race when these two guys are in there with 10 billion dollars running ads every nine seconds these guys already have three million dollars between them they're going to flood the airways and both of them are what's probably going to happen is there's the next reporting cycle on campaign cash if both of them come in strong you'll probably see both of them in the race if for some reason one of them falters where one brings in two million and the other brings in three hundred thousand dollars then all of a sudden one of them might fall back because they're going to remember what happened to a guy named Marlon Stutzman two years ago. Well, and this is the huge risk because one of these guys is not going to have a seat at the table. That's right. And then you're going to end up uh, selling beef like Stutzman's doing now. That's I mean, right. if there's anything wrong with that, I think Stutzman's working for a hospital or something. But you go from everybody kissing your ring finger to nobody cares what you have to say. That's right. Because there's nowhere for really for any of these guys, either one of these guys to go if they lose because you'll already have had a Secretary of State of Election. You'll have a, a gov- sitting governor as a Republican, a lieutenant governor as a Republican. You'll have the treasurer, the auditor. Mm-hmm. They're all going to be picked by then. Yeah, and you got to remember, both of these guys are seasoned professionals. I mean, Luke Messer ran against Mike Pence for congressman when he was elected back then. So he's been in this cycle a long time. Um, Rokita, a little bit more visible because he made Secretary of State when a point when we had hardly no statewide elected officials. So both of these guys have long-term investment into their office and the things that they have done. And, you know, it's a huge step up if you can become a U.S. Senator. But if you don't, it's kind of an all or, you know, it's kind of like playing double or nothing at the craps table. You walk away a winner or you're selling beef. All right, Scott, great job as always. Thank you. Wonderful job. Thanks. Don't forget, if you miss any part of today's show, check out the podcast anytime you want or on SoundCloud or iTunes. Uh, Just search Central Indiana today. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the 2 for 250 and 2 for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency 
or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415 415- Two three one three eight seven one. That's four one five two three one three eight seven one. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's the place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it seems like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. So that's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indiepolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? 
We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.